0: Kings have kingdoms. We don't have a first-hand experience of monarchy, but we understand this. He's not much of a king if he doesn't have a kingdom. And what does it mean to have a kingdom? Well, doesn't a kingdom imply that there's order within the kingdom? That there's discipline? That there is obedience to the ruler? So a king in his kingdom, another way of saying is that there's a king and there are his subjects. There's the ruler and then there are those who are ruled. Another way we might say say this in biblical language might be a master and servant relationship. And what does a master and servant relationship imply? Again, discipline. And in fact, It's not by chance that discipline and disciple have the same root word. So in order to be a disciple of Christ, it requires discipline. Now, in our culture as Americans, I think there's just like this visceral repugnance to hearing that, of any notion of being ruled, quote-unquote, right? In our culture... Being my own person, I'm my own man, I'm my own woman. You know, there's a song years ago, pop culture song, Independent Women, right? I'm independent. I refuse to be ruled. And in fact, that resonates with something that in theology, there is the popular opinion that Lucifer, right, who is Satan, his words to Almighty God was, Non serviam! I will not serve! Exclamation points. That is Lucifer and his demons' battle cry resounding to their self-demotion all the way to hell because nobody sends anyone to hell except themselves. So there's this false belief that being ruled is to the detriment or restrictive of our freedom and our independence, right? Especially as Americans, we celebrate Independence Day. But think about this. If we are not willing to be ruled, what does that mean? That we are unruly. That we are rebellious. And let me ask you this. Do you know, just off the top of your head, do you know any industry... Or sector in our society where being unruly or rebellious is actually a desired characteristic? Is that like a desired human trait? Do you know anyone who's like a headhunter or a recruiter who is like, let's just simplify this recruiting process we are looking not only for those who are unruly and rebellious, we are looking for the most unruly and most rebellious person we can find. And if that's you, we want you. It just doesn't work that way. right? Can you, can you name any sector or industry where that is actually consonant with excellence in that field? It's just not how it works. So we need to understand this and push back against... These secular influences that are pushing these lies on us. Because have we not all been infected by this? Let me give you just two simple examples of how being ruled is so liberating and is such an attractive proposal. The first is an example of an orchestra. And I didn't invent this, you know, the church fathers are continuously talking about this as an example of the mystical body of Christ, of who we are as Christians. Consider an orchestra. Over the years, I've become much more appreciative of music, right? Highly skilled musicians, and especially an orchestra. You know, if we just understand just a little bit of what it takes for highly skilled musicians who in their own rights can be doing these solo performances, and yet they are coming together for a greater cause to create something majestic and beautiful. And they come together in unison, in synchronization Now what happens, what happens if each of these individual highly skilled musicians are like, you know what, this is cramping my style. I'm not getting the limelight that I deserve. I am just gonna go rogue. I'm gonna do my own thing, and I'm gonna peel off of what everyone else does. And what would happen if just one, or two, or three, or ten, or twenty, right? It would create chaos. It would create musical chaos. And it wouldn't be something great or appreciated. And so we see this skill, the discipline of following the conductor. And it's not because these highly skilled musicians are brainless and can't do anything else. But they come in order to sacrifice for a greater purpose and a greater cause. And if we have an opportunity to be able to experience that, that is truly breathtaking. So first example is an orchestra. Or for seconds, if, you know, maybe speaking more to the manly hearts, you think about elite soldiers. Maybe you think about the Green Beret or Navy SEALs. Now, they've all got to do their uh, PT. And think about just the simple training exercise of marching as a group. Now, the way it works is, you might have heard this expression before, right? Marching to your own beats. What what happens if one of these elite soldiers, right, highly skilled soldier, right, highly tuned tactics and skills and all of these amazing things, he's powerful and he's so disciplined and he decides, you know what, I don't like being in a group. I want to run a little bit faster or I want to run a little bit slower or I'm going to march to my own cadence. It's going to create chaos, right? There's a reason why... It requires a lot of training to actually be in unison with the whole group now isn't it easier isn't it simply easier to do your own thing but it requires much more skill and discipline and training and self-restraint to be in unison with the group and I believe that mimics what's necessary in a battle Can you imagine if these Navy SEALs, let's say you've got like 10 Navy SEALs, and they say, you know what? I want the limelight. I want to do what I want to do. And what if each of these 10 Navy SEALs says, forget the mission, forget the playbook. I'm going to do what I want to do. It is going to create utter chaos and disaster for the mission. But when these elite soldiers who are so highly trained, and they say, we're going to come together, we're going to follow the playbook, We're going to follow the plan, follow the mission. We're going to be ordered. It requires so much self-restraint, discipline, and training in order to do that. You may be familiar with Handel's Messiah, the Hallelujah work, and it is so biblically inspired, and you may be familiar with the refrain. It's actually taken from Revelation 11.15. And I would invite you to listen to Handel's Hallelujah today when you get back home and to pray with the lyrics. And one of these refrains is, The kingdom of this world belongs to our Lord and of his Christ. And then we hear that majestic and epic refrain that continues, And he shall reign forever and ever. And he shall reign forever and ever. Brothers and sisters, We are all highly skilled musicians in the orchestra of Christ. Or if you will, we are all highly skilled soldiers, elite soldiers in the elite army of Jesus Christ. And we have a choice. We can do what we want to do, and that's what the culture tells us to do. Be your own man. Do you. You be you. You do what you want to do. Or... I can serve Christ. I can choose to be ruled by Christ and receive the freedom and the attractive proposal of being part of a greater mission. Today, I would invite you to dialogue with our heart just for half a minute. Jesus, am I willing to be ruled by you today and forever?